Hello, football fans, and Merry Christmas Eve to all of you. This is the Sunday Games, so let's dive right into it. I'm Chris Billings, joined by my co-hosts Nicholas Kerr and Tony Parlay. Um, well, season results so far, we might as well tell you about this. Tony at 59.2%. Nick, still in the green at 50.2%. I'm... At the bottom, 47.1%. Last week, Nick, 8-8, eight and eight, managed to win out the week. Tony, 8-8. Eight and eight. I went 7-9. Yay. I just continue my downfall here in the month of December. Once again, I'm just going to blame illness for it. So, first game for Saturday, we have the Indianapolis Colts at the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta, surprisingly favored by one point at home on this one. Start with Nicholas Kerr. I mean, this is an early exciting game to watch right here. I mean, somehow both of these teams are still fighting for a playoff spot, though. Don't know how, but the the Falcons must win this if they want to keep their playoff hopes alive. But the Colts are five and two on the road this year, and I, I think they actually do have a chance at this AFC South. So I'm going to take the Colts in this one. Yeah. I'm in agreement with you, Nick. Like Colts have probably been one of probably the surprise of the season. Like they just Mm -hmm. keep on winning and I keep doubting them at every turn and I'm not going to continue to doubt them. Um, Tony is rocking a mustache because Gardner Minshew keeps winning. And so, yeah, I'm going to take Indy in this one. Like that's just what's Shane, like Shane Steigen should be considered coach of the year, especially if Colts do make it in place, I mean, definitely if they win that division, he, he should probably get like coach of the year pretty easily. So speaking of our, our Minshew maniac, let's kick it over to Tony, who's on a lonely island with his other mustache brother, Arthur Smith. Tell us why you're taking the Falcons over the Colts. Mm, tough one, man. Both these teams are not good. Um, Shane Sykin has done a really good job, but we can't forget that D'Amico Ryans is in that same division with them. Then Colts and Falcons, both in the division race as well, as crazy as that sounds. And Desmond Ritter has finally been benched. It's Taylor Heineke time for the Falcons, and I don't know why he struggles. Um, Arthur Smith struggles to find ways to get Bijan the ball, but he's going to figure it out. And the Falcons are better at home than they are on the road. Too much love for the Colts. They're not really that good of a team. They're a middling team, just like this Falcons team. Falcons win this game by a field goal at home. All right. Tony has the Falcons fighting to the death on this one. We'll give it to him. Next up, we have Seattle Seahawks fresh off a Monday night football win over the Eagles against the Tennessee Titans in Tennessee. Seattle favored by two and a half points. Start out with Tony on this one. Talk to us about Seahawks versus Titans. I went back and forth on this one a lot. Um, I don't think it matters who's playing quarterback for Seattle. I just feel like a short week, flying cross country again, emotional win, set up for a letdown. I feel like the Titans had a tough loss in overtime against the Texans last week. Will Levis is still learning. He's still trying to figure it out. I think that they go ahead and win this at home, man. I think they, they're going to go ahead and knock off the Seahawks team by a field goal late. And they stay close, and Will Levis makes a couple plays, man. He's really starting to learn how to play quarterback. All right. 
Nick, Seahawks or Titans? Yeah, I'm right there with you, Tony, because with the, the short week after the emotional win flying cross country, I'm, I'm taking the Titans in this as well. And to add on that, I think the, the Titans have won four straight or they've covered four straight against the NFC South. So I, I think they might do it again this week. Or the NFC West, sorry. All good, man. We're in the trust tree. We all make mistakes on this show. Me especially. Dear Lord. Is it Saturday? Is it Sunday? What day is it? Um, obviously, by my attire here, I am on a lonely island. I'm going with Seahawks. Uh, mainly, I just think Pete Carroll is going to limit their opportunities to run the ball, and he's going to make Will Levis throw the ball up and i think that's just going to lead to mistakes costly turnovers which i think they will try and limit with drew lock behind center and to his credit drew lock got it done against the eagles uh, against pretty good eagles defense so i think if he can avoid the turnovers and win the turnover battle will levis like he can be this titans team but to tony's point like this is a game that i flip-flopped on like Seahawks had an emotional win. It's a short week. All those things Tony listed, very true. So Seahawks loses game. I'm not necessarily going to be surprised on this, but yeah, like I'm considering this a roll of the dice in my assessment. So moving forward, we have a divisional matchup. Lions fresh off a of butt kicking of the Denver Broncos. Vikings, another close loss for them. Detroit favored by three in this one. We will start with Nick on this one. Talk to us about Lions and Vikings. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the uh, Lions in this one because the Vikings. Nick Mullins is only playing because he's the least bad option right now. <laughs> and that defense, what what they allowed the the Bengals to come back and do last week, it's just it's not very encouraging. Meanwhile, like you said, I that that Lions team did look pretty good against your Broncos. So I, I th- I'm going to take the Lions in this one. Yeah, Nick, in agreement with you, I'm taking the Lions, especially after what I saw last week. Like, I think they're just going to pick Nick Mullins apart with that pass rush. And like we saw with the Broncos game, like they, they just smashed that running game where it was just completely obsolete, not worth even trying. And so I think they're going to do the same thing with the Vikings. Um and then, yeah, like just what they were on offense, what they were able to do with Denver's linebackers. That just makes me wonder, like, just, yeah, are the Vikings going to have any just real pass rush opportunities in this game? And I don't think they will. So I'm going with the Lions, who they seem to be on the upswing right now. Like losing this game would not be good for them where they're trending right now. So I think they realize that and they get the job done against a divisional opponent. So that leaves us with Tony. Who's oh on his lonely island? Tell us why you're taking the Vikings. The Lions must have been listening last week. I had some doubts on that team. They showed up. I picked the Broncos. Lions just said, "Screw you, Tony, and your Broncos pick." Three points, road favorites. I don't know about that though, man. Vikings have a pretty good home field advantage. Three points at home, even though it is Nick Mullins. Like, I don't know. Something feels off about this game think that the Vikings, they got pretty solid defense, smart coaches. I think they'll stay in this game. This feels like a push for sure. The Lions win this game. I think it's by uh, three points or less. I'm still 
still not sold. I need to see the Lions prove it to me. So I'm going to say that the Vikings go ahead and cover this one. All right. All right. Tony, you hang out right there. Next up, we have Commanders at Jets. Jets favored by three points. Tony's just going to stay on his lonely island, so we're just going to kick it back to him. Tell us who you're taking in Commanders and Jets. Commanders. Um, least bad option. I think Sam Howell <laughs> is uh, is better than uh, Simeon. Who, who are they throwing out there? How many points they scored last week, Nick? Oh, okay, that nothing, right? Okay. I, mean, I didn't so, see any. The Jets don't have an offense, um, but Salah's not the problem there. That's right. Aaron Rodgers is coming back next year, so cool. Uh, that's a that's a team that's got a lot of hope. Um, yeah, I just the Commanders got more players, man. I think the Commanders are going to win that game, and I think the Jets are just sputtering right now. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Jets lost all the rest of the games the rest of the year, man. All right, all right. Tony, I believe you refer to this as a get-right game. I think it's a get-right game for the Jets. Like, Commanders are another team where I just I have no idea what their identity is, what the culture is in that building. I think they got a lot of things to figure out, whereas, hey, Jets, only a quarterback away, right? Um, so, yeah, like, I, I'm, I'm taking the Jets' defense. Um, I think of all four units playing in this game. I would take that Jets defense over all of them. So that's the reason why I'm siding with the Jets in this one. Um, I think they went outright. Uh, yeah, Trevor Simeon or whoever the hell is playing quarterback. Even if it's Zach Wilson, don't care. I think they can come out and have a pretty decent game against the Commanders team that's been slacking all season. Nick, what about yourself? Yeah, I'm also going to take the Jets in this because... I think that we're going to see the Jets team maybe the second half that we saw against the the Texans a couple weeks ago rather than this team we saw against the Dolphins last week. And with that, the Commanders team, their their defense is just garbage. I know the Jets offense isn't that great, so they sort of cancel each other out. So I'm going I'm going to have to side with Chris on this saying that Jets defense is going to be the defining uh unit in this game. So with that, I'm going to take the Jets. All right. And that's a lot for Nick to pick the Jets. That means like he really hates the commanders in this game. So next up, we have Green Bay Packers at Carolina Panthers. Hey, people that did buy those 50 cent tickets, they got a hell of a game last week. Packers favored by four and a half points. Something tells me with Green Bay in town, those ticket prices aren't going to be 50 cents this week. Um, But you are going to see a lot of yellow and green in the stands, most likely. So, Tony. Oh, he's not on the island. So tell us why you're picking whoever you're picking in this game. Packers are winning this game because they're like a legitimate football team. And like, I... It was a rainstorm monsoon last weekend. Nobody at the game. This is what a get-right game is. Like, the Packers actually have a chance of something happening for their future. Like, that's what a get-right game is. They're still in the playoff race. Um, So, yeah, this is a get-right game for the Packers. Like, they're going to freaking come back and win this game easily and be in that playoff hunt. Nick, Packers, or Panthers? Yeah, I'm going to take the, the Packers as well. But uh, something for those uh, Panthers fans out there, a last-minute Christmas gift, you might be able to get it for on sale. 
<laughs> 50 cents are a pretty good last minute gift. So, uh, uh, somebody, somebody gave me this as a Christmas gift. I would just assume they hate me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm going to the Packers. Family play. Um, Cuban Diesel. I got family. Uh, yeah, like this is this is a game that Green Bay actually needs. Whereas the Panthers, like I. I don't know what they're doing. Like, I don't know if they're trying to like figure out like their roster for next season or what. Like, I just I keep saying it. Teams without identity. Panthers are kind of in that same boat. Even off of a, a win at home, I'm still just like, eh, what is this team? And it's it's not it's not Bryce Young. Um, they don't know who their coach is going to be next year, so they're just. They're in limbo. They're just, yeah, they're in NFL limbo, which is one of the worst places to be. So give me the Packers easily on this one. All right. Next up, we have the Browns at the Texans. Houston's favored by two and a half points. Nick, we'll start with you on this one. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Browns in this game. I, I think they they keep riding that... uh Joe Flacco magic that's been happening the last <laughs> few weeks because is, is CJ Stroud, Stroud still playing is playing in this game or is he still in concussion protocol because that was one of my biggest things with this because I was back and forth on there do you guys either one of you know it hasn't I been decided like, yet I'd say that spreads leaning towards him possibly playing in this game okay yeah I think yeah. just even with him coming back from that I'm still going to take the Browns in this I think it'll be a close game but the Browns are fighting to keep that number five seed in the playoffs. I think they do this week. Yeah. Um, like both these teams, honestly, are just in that middle of the pack right now that's, that's clawing for a playoff space. And with the Texans, with what the Jags are doing and with what the Colts are doing, like they're, they have to play. Um, and same with the Browns, like what you have Cincinnati doing in their division. Um, uh, like both these teams have to show up a hundred percent in this one, but I'm taking the Browns. I think they just have, they have more at stake. I would say for them, um, whereas Houston, like they've been a pleasant surprise this season. They're still figuring things out. Whereas like, this is still a Browns team with a lot of veteran presence on that roster. And they know what it takes to get to the playoffs and they want to get there. So give me the Browns in this one, Tony, Let's check in on you. What's going on? Why are you picking Houston? <laughs> hmm, that Browns defense is not the same on the road as it is at home. Got away with one against the Bears and Justin Fields. That Hail Mary did almost get caught. <laughs> I just don't see this Joe Flacco train continuing. And I just, the Texans have a culture, man. They have a great team. And D'Amico Ryans is a really good coach. And if CJ Stroud comes back, I think they win that game at home by a field goal. They're going to try and win that division, and they're in the playoff race too. So, I feel like they're 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 well situated to go ahead and win that game at home. Right. We'll say it was a great week fifteen for Broncos fans, as they not only got to watch their team lose, they got to watch Drew Locke, Joe Flacco, and Case Keenum <laughs> all win their games. So, yes, good times. Uh, Next, we have Jacksonville Jaguars at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay favored by one point. Tony, we'll start with you on this one. Talk to us about Jacksonville versus Tampa. 
I really, I went back and forth a lot on this one. I was like, man, is Baker and that Bucks team really good? Or are they just the best of a bad bunch in that NFC South? Kind of leaning towards the latter there. And the Jags just, the hype that was promised with Trevor Lawrence that never gets delivered. I don't know, man. Something tells me like that game against the Ravens, the Jags lost was insanely frustrating. But the Bucks, like, I don't know, man. I think the Jags win this game reasons <laughs> that's what i got not going to disagree with you there <laughs> uh yeah like i'm taking jacksonville but it's not like a comfortable take it's just more like the buccaneers of oh, i'll keep hammering at home of like what's what's your identity and it seems like on offense it's more just like scrambling and making up plays on the go like launch it up to fucking mike evans and pray to god something happens <laughs> um i just yeah i think if anything like uh baker's gonna have a face full of josh allen for this game and jacksonville I, as i said earlier i think they're a team that they have they have more at stake for this one and which also could backfire on this jacksonville team anytime they play for anything of stake um it blows up so yeah Give me Jacksonville for also reasons. Uh, Nick, <laughs> talk to us. Oh, you're on your lonely island yeah. for reasons, I'm assuming. Yes, <laughs> Tell exactly. us why you're picking the Bucks. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm with both of you guys. I, I was back and forth on this. I Trevor Lawrence, he's he, what, he's in concussion protocol. So he, does he play in this game or do we get his backup? Baker Mayfield, he, looks, he looked good last week against... Uh, the Packers and Lambo, I but he's he's like Jekyll and Hyde because he had this extreme high and I want to get on board with him and everything, but he's also capable of that game where you're just like what the. But either way, I'm taking Bucks in this. Baker is a more frustrating version of Jake Plummer in my <laughs> estimation. <laughs> Just when he when he's on, baby, like we're cooking. But when he does just those random plays, we're like, what? What were you doing there? Uh, yeah. So moving forward. Hey, got a classic here. <laughs> uh, we got the Arizona Cardinals at Chicago Bears. Bears favored by four and a half points. We'll see if the Bears are who we think they are in this one. I'll start out with Tony. I think they're good-ish in this game. They're better than the Cardinals. I feel like Justin Fields is auditioning to try and be a starting quarterback, and Eberflus is auditioning to be a coach because I don't think either dude's there next year. So uh, I think that they're really going to go ahead and try hard. The Montez sweat trade actually looked like it worked for the Bears. Their defense is a lot better since they made that trade. I don't know. Cardinals, I just don't have faith in Kyler in bad weather. Bears at home. I think they cover and win that game by a touchdown. All right, all right. Tony, in agreement with you, I'm taking Chicago. I actually liked what I've seen out of Chicago the last few weeks. Like, they seem like a much more cohesive team than they have been in beginning of this season, like last couple seasons, to be honest. So, like, I, if I was a Bears fan, like, that would give me a sense of optimism. Um, but no, like they, like that Hail Mary just was brutal for them. 
I think I sent something to Tony or basically like if they had won that game, they'd be 12th in the draft standings. But since they lost that game, they ended up fifth in the draft standings. So it had some pretty significant impact. Um, yeah, like I, I think they're a better team than the Cardinals. Like really the only thing Cardinals have going for them is Kyler Murray. And I just, I don't like, He's not going to be able to do what he does best at Soldier Field, which is a crapshoot. <laughs> um, so, yeah, give me the Bears. Nick. Oh, no. Lonely Island for Nick. Tell us why you're taking yeah. the, the Desert Birds. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel when I saw, saw this game, I just felt like it was a game like. <sighs> really? Like. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, the, the Bears—they have been playing better as of late. And Justin Field, I, I, I think neither one of these quarterbacks is—they're both auditioning for the teams they're going to be playing for next year. So I, I think because of that, they—they they may put on a little bit of a show. Yeah, the Chicago weather might be a little bit of a factor. I do believe the Bears still end up winning this game, but I think it'll be closer, maybe only by a field goal. Would be hilarious if these teams just end up switching QBs in the <laughs> offseason. Uh, all right. Game of the day, possibly the weekend. Got the Dallas Cowboys at Miami Dolphins in South Beach. Miami favored by one and a half points. Uh, all right. Uh, Tony, we'll start with you on this one. Resident Cowboys expert. Talk to us about Cowboys versus Finns. Not a good matchup for this Cowboys team right now. As you guys saw, everyone saw last week, they can't stop the run right now. That Jonathan Hankins injury earlier in the season in that Eagles game just really hurt them. They're really small up front, um, small linebackers as well. I think they got a safety, Marquise Bell playing linebacker in there. He's only around 200 pounds. Had a lot of problems against those physical teams up front. Um doesn't doesn't seem like a good outlook for them to try and stop a team that like the Dolphins is is very quick, very fast, and and will go ahead and run some of the same similar physical running game like that that San Francisco runs that that gives the Cowboys so many problems. Um, so yeah, I'm picking the Dolphins in this one. Um, the Cowboys have had the road woes this season as well, and I mean the Cowboys they have like a, a way to win those games. And if you don't like fall into that formula in that way where they get up early and they're front running, it's real tough for them to make a comeback. Um, I, I just, they didn't do anything that I thought they were going to do against Buffalo as far as attacking in the middle of the field. And uh, they had to abandon the run game too early. So I don't, I don't like that outlook for them going to, going to South beach. All right, Nick. Yeah. So I, I am cautiously optimistic about this game. I really both of you are like scared cats right now. <laughs> well, I have I have a different reason. I, I'm bringing my sister, the Cowboys fan, to the game, and I want to make it to next week's show. So I'm trying to hold my words a little bit with uh, how I'm going to say this. But I agree with a lot of things that Tony was talking about. The Cowboys do struggle. Their defense does struggle with motion. And this Miami team runs motion more than anyone else in the NFL. And they have the speed that Tony was saying that Cowboys have problems with. So I 
I don't want to get too overly high on this game, but I am, like I said, cautiously optimistic that this should be a close game. I, I think the Dolphins win this by within one score. What is the Tyreek Hill update? I think he's going to be good to go. I think he okay. might have just sat out that game last week. Just so if he does break 2,000, he does it in 16 games. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. All right. I guess I'm the tiebreaker here. It's like um, like the recruitment days of just or signing days of just I, I need my Cowboys hat and I need my my Dolphins hat and put one on. And so first I'll talk about the Dolphins. The Dolphins won this game. This would be one of their biggest wins of probably the last decade, to be honest. Um, definitely like the last like five years, I would yeah. say. Like it, it's a big win, and so there's some expectations there. They're very much still in the thick of the AFC hunt, where they can get, you know, first or second seed, which is which is going to matter. Then you have the Cowboys that last week went out on limb, finally said, Cowboys aren't frauds. They aren't phonies. They're a real team. And what did they do? They came out and completely shit the bed like they have done a few times this year. And so <clears throat> I think this is a game where, yeah, like both of you should be terrified of this game because it, it does have some, some big implications as we get closer yeah. to the playoffs and I think with both teams, you could potentially see a blueprint on how to beat them in the playoffs from this game. So, with that said, I am taking the Cowboys in this one. Going on my lonely island. I did pick the Cowboys last week, and it it bit me in the ass. But honestly, I I think that this is a game that Dolphin fans are going to be electrified for it's another night game just like that monday night football game excuse me and you all were just energized for that one as well because it's your first monday night football game in a while Mm -hmm. and then also you're going to have a bunch of cowboy fans in the stadium you're all going to be jawing at one another like you're both look at the graphics today there's six teams that are in that like 10 11 win area and Cowboys and Dolphins are two of them. And so, like, at this point in the game, this late, we're, we're heading into Christmas. Like, yeah, you're the best of the best right now, even though you guys have had some shortcomings this year. But I think this is this is just that. Dolphins don't know what to do with games like this, where oh. just the energy is going to be high. Big opponent, national television, where this game is going to be one of the highest rated games of the season most likely this is definitely going to be one of the high uh, probably the highest rated dolphins game of the last probably few years so i just a lot riding on it that i don't think that the dolphins can can live up to those expectations but ultimately like these are good games for them like dolphins are in a place where they're they're building for years at a time like they got mike mcdaniel they got to uh they got ty greek they got waddle like they have just these huge pieces to build around and like these are the games that help you learn and so i think it's it's going to be a learning game for the dolphins and ultimately it's going to be a big win for the cowboys getting in the, into the playoffs and as we've seen in years past like cowboys do the opposite in these december games and so i think for them to come out get this big win national audience 
Only a few weeks left. Give me the Cowboys. Could blow up in my face, but that's who I'm siding with. So, all right, boys. Well, I hope you enjoy that Sunday night football game. I know I will. Like, I'm just excited to watch it as a football fan at the very least. But hope you're both still talking to one another tomorrow. <laughs> um, we can have a, a happy sports buds yeah. Christmas as a family. But yeah. Catch us for a Christmas Eve, Christmas edition. We're going to recap Sunday Night Football, all the Monday games in that one. Switch it up a little bit. So join us there. But go Dolphins, go Cowboys. Best of luck, gentlemen. I'm Chris Billings for Nicholas Kerr, Tony Parlay, Reyes. Everyone have a great Christmas Eve. Thanks for watching the Sports Buds. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe.